triangle, right? I, I figured it out. The voice of reason, the, the solid, hold it down, the beige rage, and the agitator. The Breakfast Club. Everyone just kept telling me to prep for this. One word to describe the Breakfast Club would be black. Impact in the culture. People watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in, man. It, it, I don't even know what they call the Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Envy, ye, and Charlemagne. Wake that ass up. Get out of bed and listen to the Breakfast Club. I'm waking up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 What's happening? I feel great, man. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. Yes. Um, you got your show premiering on Friday? Show premieres on Friday, 10 p.m. The God's Honest Truth on Comedy Central. Okay? That's what I've been preparing for for the last couple years, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah some change. <laughs> yeah, some change. Yeah, some change. But yeah, this Friday, 10 p.m., Comedy Central, The God's Honest Truth. I hope you join us. Yes. All right now. What's that in that jar? Is that weed in a jar? Oh, <laughs> shout out to my guy Parnell. Yesterday he gave me this weed-infused tequila. That's what that is? Yeah. <laughs> it's wow. weed-infused tequila. So I actually was with uh, my girl Seven, Seven Streeter yesterday, and Gigi McGuire from my podcast Lip Service. So they tried it. I was driving, so of course I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So um, at some point... I'm going to see what this is like. I mean, those are two of my favorite things. I would love to know how that makes you feel, but not on a random Tuesday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I haven't tried it yet. What's the name of it? And it's smoking? Is that smoke? I'm... Oh, that's coming from your tea. It's yeah. Oh, yeah, this is my tea. Okay. Yeah, he actually owns a restaurant in Long Island, so he's um, he bought us some Haitian patties yesterday. What are Haitian patties? Like a, a, like a beef patty, chicken patty, veggie okay. patties. So he bought me some veggie patties, chicken patties, and beef patties while we were uh, filming lip service. And then he also bought this. Weed-infused tequila. Mm-hmm. So he makes that himself, I'm assuming. Yeah, for his restaurant. Wow. Well, maybe not for his restaurant. For I'm not his, mad at it. I, that, that, that's actually a very intriguing. They said it was really good. It looks very intriguing. Like I said those are two of my favorite things. I love tequila and I, I love weed. I don't like to smoke it. I like to do it in the edible. But, you know. <laughs> and I drank it, though, because uh, Wax got the uh, the lemonade. So he got like the... But I, is it CBD what you call it. or is it weed? Wax weed, yeah. Wax wax lemonade is weed. THC. Okay. I yeah, just yeah. wasn't sure. Yeah. Okay. Because it's THC and CBD in weed, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So you can have both of those things. But this is the actual weed well, infused in here. So That, that looks quite tasty. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. Or what? you guys can do a shot this morning. Hey, I'm definitely not doing no shot on no random Tuesday. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I just got, I got pulled over out in the front of the building. So. For real? How did yeah. you get pulled over? Oh, here we they go. They don't know you a son of a cop? <laughs> they don't know you're a cop sucker. Well, after I told them huh? that, they let me go. <laughs> oh, they did let you go? Because yeah. let me tell you, the danger in pulling somebody like Envy over is you don't know how he's going to act. Hey, think about what you just said. The cop is in danger pulling Envy yeah, over. He is. That's how much of a cop sucker you are. All right. Because nah, Envy would be like, you know who I am? Nah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go through that. I mean, they, they wanted license and registration. And Envy tried to get you fired. And, they call, and you got your PD. <laughs> What's the thing called? PDA. Whatever the card called, it was a card PBA, that family member got. PBA, yeah, I, I don't. Please remember Benevolent Association. PBA, PBA card, card, yeah, I don't. I don't have one of those cards. You don't? I do. No. And you the son of a cop? I'm gonna tell you why. And the uh, nephew of a cop? I'm gonna tell you why because uh, you know people fake those PBA cards. They make a lot of them a lot of times. Really? So my dad said if there's a problem, you call me. I don't care what time it is in the morning, three in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning. If there's a problem outside, you call me. Well, so. dad, I'm afraid to reach for my phone. 
Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Like that you got to reach for the PBA card. Well, that should, that when they should, ask you for your license, you have to put it under it. Yeah, sometimes it works, sometimes it. it doesn't. But I just say, you know, I just have a nice conversation. My dad's on the job, and then we have a conversation. He asks, where does he work? And... All that other stuff. But that wasn't that. It was, uh, you know, there's a lot of stolen cars out there, and they possibly thought mine was stolen, so they wanted Ooh, to check the license registration. profiling. And all that other stuff, so. That's your beard, bro. Your What's beard looks suspicious. It's the, it's the beard. <laughs> that fake beard it's makes beard. you look so suspicious. But the funny thing about it is is Wax. Uh, I don't know if you know Wax. Wax is, uh, I don't want to say Charlemagne. Security is the that's not. That's my brother. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, my brother, If you know too. me, you know Wax. Right, but he was downstairs, so when he ran, when he ran up, <laughs> I'm like, Wax, go away. Go away, nigga. You're making it worse. Lord have mercy. I'm surprised he even came. Me. He even came in that direction. It must have been the undercover car. Yeah, it was undercover. See, car. that's why he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> oh my god! Because people be faking that. They be acting like they're police and pulling people over, and then you know trying that, to rob them. And that stuff. happened to me one time. Absolutely. Too, before. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, yes, uh, we are going to talk about these COVID cases, and uh, for kids in particular, we have set a new record in the last week. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, let's start off with some sports. Last night, NFL, Monday Night Football, the Raiders beat the Ravens 33-27 in overtime. All right. What else we got, Yeezy? Well, let's do some COVID-19 updates. Over 243,000 kids have tested positive in one week, and that is a new record. So just 63% of Americans age 12 and up are fully vaccinated against COVID. And this is the second highest week ever for pediatric cases. Last week, kids accounted for 28.9% of the cases, and they make up 22.2% of the population. Just an FYI, so you guys can understand what these numbers are like. It's just weird, you know what I mean? Because, you know, for the whole throughout the whole pandemic, they were saying kids don't get COVID, kids don't get COVID, kids don't get COVID, and they never really were marketing the vaccine towards kids. Well, they didn't say like. they don't get it. They just said that they probably won't get it sick. Less likely chance yeah. of getting it. But then when I think I of remember them saying they, they, were, recovered, they, but they, they rarely got it. But you also have to understand in the beginning of the pandemic, schools were closed, so kids weren't going to school. They weren't interacting with each other. People were on lockdown. They were in the house. Yeah, no, even though they were they saying were, They were kids, definitely saying kids rarely yeah, get it. Kids but, don't rarely get it. And then they were saying that uh, with the new variant, kids are getting it more. But at first, they, they were making it seem like kids rarely Get the COVID. But kids are also in school right now. I mean, I think that's the main thing. It's, it's, too, it's, too, it's a lot of my mixed kids messages. Went to school last year. Yeah, my kids went to school last year. They too. didn't wait. You didn't take kids out of school during the pandemic. I thought the schools no, my, were closed. They were going half, half and half. My kids were in school. My, my oh, kids did I thought everybody was year. on Zoom. Yeah, mine would do half and half. Yeah, at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Zoom. about. The beginning. I thought everything was closed. Mm-mm, my mm. kids went to school last year. The end of the year. And they've never really targeted the the vaccine to to kids. Well, yeah, they can't get it if you're under 12. Right now. Mm-hmm. They said October, right? But even October. 12 to 16, they haven't really targeted. You can get it if you're over 12. All right. Now, the family of a man in Alabama who died of heart issues, they're, they're urging people to get vaccinated. He was turned away from 43 hospitals mm. in three different states because of these COVID cases taking up all of the ICU beds. He had a heart attack. Local emergency staff uh, started reaching out to hospitals. They were trying to find a cardiac ICU bed for him. But unfortunately, Ray Martin Demonia of Coleman died in a Mississippi hospital just three days before his 74th birthday. In the wake of his death, his family is using his obituary to urge people to please get vaccinated. It says, in honor of Ray, please get vaccinated if you have not in an effort to free up resources for non-COVID-related emergencies. He would not want any other family to go through what he did. He survived by his wife, his daughter, and his grandson. All right, so far, only Mm 1.8 million people in Alabama have been fully vaccinated. That's about 35% of the state's population. 
And uh, more island destinations have been added to the CDC's very high COVID-19 travel risk list. And that is Afghanistan, Albania, Belize, Grenada, Lithuania, Mauritius, St. Kitts and Nevis, Serbia, and Slovenia. Afghanistan is an island? Uh, well, these are just different destinations as well, oh. but also more island destinations, Grenada, St. Kitts and Nevis, um, Albania, and Serbia. So level four is the highest level. That's the very high category on the evolving list of uh, travel notices. All right, and that is your front page news. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you mentioned it. Broadway opens today, so uh, Broadway will be open. I, I'm not sure the vax. I'm sure you have to be vaccinated, but today at three o'clock they have that uh, discounted ticket booth in Manhattan where you can get discounted Broadway tickets. It opens up today in three. So if you're a huge Broadway fan, Broadway is back today. All right, get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Oh, my, my goodness. My comedy buddy, Angela. Oh, man. What's up, Snack Man? How our, are you? Our local comedian. How you doing? All right, all right. I gotta try. Let me let me try. Let me run two. Let me run two by you. Okay. And let me know what you said. All right. Two jokes. <sighs> okay. And begin. Okay. At my job, I had to spend 25 minutes getting to work with Elroy, the in-store robot. Okay, but I think there should be a 25-minute video on how to work with Snack Man. Shut up. Thank you. Why he had two jokes, Envy? I didn't hear either here. one. Oh, oh he's shoot. still here. How did he do that? Okay, I, come yeah, on, Stack Man. Envy's going to love this one. I already know. Yeah, I decided to steal my new car, and that's not the best part. My new car has a backup camera, so on my last date, while we were in the park, I decided to put the car in reverse, get out, and do my stand-up routine behind it. Thank you. All right, MV. Uh, that one was for you. Thank you, Snack Man. Send the Snack Man healing energy. <laughs> oh, sending, his energy? sending his comedy uh, career healing energy. <laughs> He's trash, like for real, like bad, bad. Send him healing energy, MV. T.I. Hello, who's this? Oh, my name is Jada. Good morning. Hey, hey Jada. good morning. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Hi, guys. I've been doing it for like forever trying to keep it Okay, you made it. Jada, how old are you? 33. Oh, okay. Well, get it always chest. does this. <laughs> I know, right? It's not like I'm like 14. I know, I know. I just love y'all. Uh, I just want to get off my chest. Like, I'm kind of frustrated. So they got my babies going back to school. They're sick and pain. Like, they can't get back to the school. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't, it's I, a scary one. My kids, my kids went back. I mean... The kids are all wearing masks now, and they're comfortable with the mask, which is which is pretty good. And my kids, when they leave the house, they got their mask on. They're so nervous. But yeah. it's just one of the things you just got to pray. Tell them to wear their mask yeah. and wash their hands every chance they get. You ain't lying. Oh, my God. Um, I'm, I'm not a, I love y'all. I love, right, love you more. Love you, too. love you back. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. And I would tell everybody, and this is just what I do. Uh, I buy those home kits, the home COVID test kits. It's uh, I think you could buy uh, a, a four pack for twenty four ninety nine. And when I go out, if I'm out and about, I test myself before I go back home, just in case, uh, just so I always are prepared. Especially because I have so many kids and I got a wife that's pregnant. I buy those home kits, and those home kits seem to work pretty well. 
But get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Katrina from Illinois. Hey, Katrina from Illinois. Get it off your chest. So this morning, I want to get off my chest that, you know, this whole COVID vaccine, I'm all for vaccines, me and my children get our vaccines. But this whole uh, COVID one, it's like the way they're pushing it, um, you know, it's like a scare tactic to me. Like, I, I want to wait at least a couple years before this is all said and done, you know, the side effects. But the government is scaring our children. I have an 11-year-old, and he's like, oh, my God, if I don't get it before I'm 12, am I going to die? And it's like, you know, it's other ways to go about it instead of scaring people. And the crazy part is you don't even know what to tell your kids because we we really, truly don't know. The side effects from COVID we know are pretty bad, though, for a lot of people. And we still, we, they still studying those. Like, you know, we, we, the long, long COVID, we don't know what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, we were having a conversation yesterday with people. I was talking to some of my friends who were like, yeah, man, I still can't breathe right. You know, mm-hmm. everybody got to stop. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to stop acting like they know 100 percent what's going on. Nobody just knows. just use things off your experience. If you got the vaccine, great. Tell people, you know, what the vaccine did to you, what it didn't do to you. If you got COVID, tell people what COVID did to you, what it didn't do to you, and let people make their own decisions. You just don't want to be in the hospital with COVID wishing you would have got it, too. Well, I, I will tell you this. Most of my people that have messed up the worst never got the vaccine. And, and I know a lot of people like that actually got COVID. Like, I have two family members who died that were not vaccinated. I've heard it all, though. I've heard people that were vaccinated die. People that were vaccinated get sick. I've heard it all. Like, everybody got different stories. Hello, who's this? What's going on? It's Javante. Hey, Javante. Get it off your chest. Honestly, I feel like family should be able to hold you down to a deeper core. Okay. But it seems like as time is progressing and all this stuff is happening, we're separating and we're suffering. All right, brother. What you trying to know? What's on your mind, though, brother? You, you feel like you're beating around the bush. What's really on your mind? Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my family under the bush because the bus. It's more. the bus, sir, not the bush. Well, the, maybe the, it's the bush. a bush for him. The, the he meant the, the bush. The, tree, the building. Yeah, a bush. You throw your family under the bush. I've never heard that I mean, saying in my heard life. I heard well, he's people. using bushes. It's from the south, you know. It. I'm from the south. I've never heard that. But go ahead, sir. Charlemagne is different, sir. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But what's the problem? Why are you throwing them under the bush? Because uh, my baby was born at 30 weeks and five days. And they were saying, oh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there because my dad and my brother passed away. But my brother passed away from COVID complications. And as I'm dealing with all this, I'm only 23. Uh, I'm paying all my bills by myself. And your family, your family's not supporting you the way you think they should is what you're saying? No, not at all. Okay. Well, so what? what is it that you need them to do financially or you need them there with the baby? You just need support, somebody to talk to. What do you need? Somebody to talk to, honestly. But it's like they pick and choose what they want to respond to. They got a family group chat. Mm-hmm. But it's only certain people. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, we're sending you and your family healing energy, King. How's yeah. the How's you the baby doing? How's the baby doing? The baby's actually doing good. Good. Look That's like a blessing. Yeah, and, and, and you know sometimes is is hey, you know if, if somebody doesn't want to help or they don't require what you need, you got to do it on your own. You know what I mean? And sometimes it ain't about looking at 
damn, I wish they would. I wish you just do it and show them that you could do it on your own. Sometimes, hopefully, it gives you honestly, the inspiration to push through, you know? Honestly, that's why I'm out here. I just got off a 12-hour shift, and I'm doing Uber after this. There you go. There you go. See, call, I love that. They'll call you later yeah. on and ask you for something, and you just give them that same energy. Hey, I got to. You know, I got to talk to y'all. I, I, I do the same. I chilling, driving around. I do the same. We're sending you healing energy, King. Yeah, hey, I'm Charlamagne, I'm going to meet you one day. I hope yeah. so, my brother. All right, bro. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes, and since we've been talking about vaccinations and, you know, who's getting vaxxed, who's not, let's talk about Nicki Minaj versus Joy Ann Reed. All right. We'll do that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Nicki Minaj was on social media and she was explaining that she got COVID while getting ready for the MTV Video Music Awards. She said, I was prepping for VMAs and I shot a video and guess who got COVID? Do you know what it is not to be able to kiss or hold your tiny baby for over a week? A baby who was only used to his mama? Get that. And then um, she said, Drake told me he got COVID with the vaccine though, so child. And then somebody uh, responded to that and they said, Nicki, the vaccine doesn't prevent getting COVID. It prevents you from getting serious symptoms. Non-vaccinated people are 11 times more likely to pass away from COVID than vaccinated. She responded, babe, that's not true. I had the exact same symptoms as people with the damn vaccine. She said, they want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face, not that loose one. Then she goes on to say, um, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision and not bullied. And then one person said, I had to get the vaccine because they won't let me look for a job or get a job and to earn some money. And you know, I'm unsure about getting the second vaccine. And she responded, I know, babe, a lot of countries won't let people work without the vaccine. I definitely recommend they get the vaccine. They have to feed their families. I'm sure I'll be vaccinated as well because I have to go on tour, etc. Well, Joanne Reed responded to Nicki Minaj's tweets on the COVID vaccine. And here's what she had to say on MSNBC. People like Nicki Minaj, I have to say this. You have a platform, sister, that is 22 million followers. For you to use your platform to encourage our community to not protect themselves and save their lives, my God, sister, you could do better than that. It's a blessing that you got that, that people listen to you, and they listen to you more than they listen to me. For you to use your platform to put people in the position of dying from a disease they don't have to die from, oh my God, as a fan, as a hip hop fan, as somebody who is your fan, I'm so sad. I respect Joanne Reed. She's the homie, but she missed the real moment to teach yesterday because Nikki never said, don't, don't take the, the vaccine. vaccine. Like no. She spoke on why she has vaccine hesitancy, but she also in the very next tweet said she will probably get vaccinated to go on tour. Like Joy could have used that moment on our show to correct Nikki on whatever misinformation she put out. And she could have said Nikki Minaj is encouraging people to do their research about the vaccine. Nikki put up a poll asking what's the best vaccine. Nikki said Drake is vaccinated and she's going to get vaccinated to go on tour. So if Drake is vaccinated and Nikki wants to get vaccinated, why aren't you? That's, you that, you that's what Joy could have could have done. You can't vaccinate vaccination shame people, though, either. Like, you got to allow people to make it when they want to make their own decision. Like, this is something that's new. This is something that's, that's we don't know about. Every other day, something changes. Something is different. We don't know about how this affects. Wear double masks. Wear triple masks. Don't wear a mask. You can go out. No, you can't go out. 
Nobody knows, and that's her decision and her but choice. Nicki, Mas- Nicki Minaj responded to Joanne Reed. She said, this is what happens when you're so thirsty to down another black woman by the request of the white man that you didn't bother to read all my tweets. My God, sister, do better. Imagine getting your dumb ass on TV a minute after a tweet to spread a false narrative about a black woman. And then somebody said, Nick shouldn't even have to say or explain anything. It's literally in her tweets. All you got to do is read. Is that simple? She said, why would they bother to read when the lie is so juicy and provocative and got her dumb ass on TV? They got someone with black skin for a reason. They always use us against us. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it could have been a real teachable moment. Instead, it turned into the verses that we don't need. Like, I really hate how we live in this era where everything has to be versus like Joy Ann Reed versus Nicki Minaj why if you see someone might have some mis- misinformation school them and when you have a platform and can control a narrative put the narrative out there that you want because this could have been a moment to encourage folks to get the vaccine because the biggest rapper in the world Drake is vaccinated and Nicki said she wants to get vaccinated like why not focus on that she then posted a old post from Joy Ann Reed and she said a lying homophobic coon I guess I can join in the reindeer games too people can go on TV and lie on me I can report on them too right doesn't have to be true it can be half truth. Uncle Tamiana asked, "Who on earth would trust the U.S. FDA guys?" And the post uh, from Joanne Reed said, "I mean, will anyone ever fully trust the CDC government again? And who on God's earth would trust a vaccine approved by the FDA? How do we get a vaccine distributed after this broken Trumpist nonsense has infected everything? Even if Biden wins, and that's why you got to have more grace. Because just some months ago, that's how she felt, and there's still some people who." feel like that so why not use these moments to teach instead of bash each other all right well i'm angela yee and that is your rumor report all right we got front page news next what we talking about well yeah and let's talk about some unfortunate situations we'll tell you about uh two different couples who passed away uh recently very close in time to each other leaving behind multiple children yeah this was so sad i heard that story yesterday we'll get into it next it's the breakfast club good morning wow we got some new music number one song in the country Drake's the number one song on the, the, the Billboard charts. I mean, you knew that though. As soon as Way you heard the record, though. I mean, as soon as you heard the, the album, you knew that was gonna be the one. Yeah, but we played it. That's that's good. All right. <laughs> well, let's get into some front page news. In Monday Night Football, the Raiders beat the Ravens 33-27 in overtime. What else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, the family of a Detroit couple with seven children, so they sad. are grieving. Both the parents were infected with COVID and died less than a day apart. Troy and Charlotta Green, they were married for 22 years. Mm-mm-mm. They were planning to go to Florida with their seven kids in August. And according to uh, Troy's sister, Tiki Green, she said that the mother died from COVID in May. Wasn't she pregnant when she died? Um, well, this is a different this is a different couple. A different one. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you both. Oh. So Charlotte had went ahead with the kids and her sister because the dad actually decided to stay back in Detroit. He felt sick, and he wanted to stay there until he felt better. Within two days. Uh, the mother, Charletta, was bedridden and taken to a hospital in the Orlando area. In Detroit, Troy was getting uh, experiencing breathing problems. He got worse by the day. He then was admitted to the hospital in Detroit. They both ended up on ventilators. Uh, the virus damaged Charletta's lungs. Both of them suffered from diabetes. She started to improve, and so did he. Then he had his ventilator removed, was discharged. But then down in Florida, she took a turn for the worse. They said she had a blood clot, and when he found out about her status, he started having chest pains, and then and he died from a heart attack. Mm, so mm, both mm. of them um, passed away. So 
and they left behind seven children. I didn't even hear about that one. I heard about the one in California. Yeah, we're doing that one now. Were, were they vaccinated or no? No, they were not uh, vaccinated. Wow. They said they were planning to get the vaccine but hadn't found the time to do so. And all the couple's children who are eligible to get the vaccine do have it. So the kids are now at home. They're being cared for by the older children. As far as support, the aunt and uncles are doing it and making sure the bills are paid. Now in California, a couple died of COVID just uh, weeks apart. And they had five kids, including a newborn, Daniel and Davey Macias. They spent 18 months being very cautious about COVID. They wiped down surfaces, showered after work, had their groceries delivered, but they still ended up getting the virus. Now, she was seven months pregnant with her fifth child Mm -hmm. in early August when she was hospitalized with COVID. He also, her husband also contracted the virus and they helped her deliver the baby by C-section while she was intubated. But then she died before she could even meet her baby. Now, Daniel Macias was being treated in the same hospital when he learned about the birth of his daughter. They did show him pictures of the baby. And then he, too, also passed away from complications of the virus less than two weeks later, leaving the newborn girl without parents or a name. And they both never met the baby, right? Right. The family now calls the the young girl baby girl. The couple was unvaccinated Mm. and they do leave behind kids ranging in age from three weeks to eight years old. And it wasn't that they didn't want to be vaccinated. They did plan on it. But she was very adamant. This was a personal choice. And each of them wanted to learn more about its safety prior to getting vaccinated. He was a teacher, right? I I read that she was unvaccinated because she was pregnant. He was a teacher, too. That's what it said on NBC News. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Right. But, you know, um, I do have a friend who just had a baby and she actually ended up getting vaccinated. They told her that it would actually be good for her to get vaccinated because then the baby would also have the antibodies as well. But that is a scary decision to make. You know, again, if you're pregnant and a personal yeah, that's, decision. That's a tough one. My, my wife is pregnant. Gia is pregnant. And what do doctors say about that? We, we actually got vaccinated before we knew she was pregnant. OK. So before we knew she was pregnant, but we just didn't know. But we, she got vaccinated before that. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Very Man. sad stories. And our hearts do go out to those families, those children. And I know both those families have GoFundMes, too. So if you, you want to Google the story and definitely check it out, I think one was raised over $180,000. But yikes. Definitely send to both those families healing energy. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Now, um, Britney Spears. What's going on with Britney Spears, Easy? Uh, well, Britney Spears, her fiance, actually responded to concerns. You know, she's engaged now to Sam Asghari. And they broke that news on the internet on Sunday. They shared some Instagram posts announcing the news of their engagement. And she posted her ring and she wrote, I can't effing believe it, with a bunch of ring and heart emojis. Now, Octavia Spencer said, make him sign a prenup. And then he responded on his Instagram story, thank you everyone who was concerned about the prenup. Of course, we're getting ironclad prenup to protect my Jeep and shoe collection in case she dumps me one day. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. For you married couples or people thinking about getting married, do you have a prenup? And when you get married, do you want a prenup? Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. I've been with my wife since uh, she was 15. I was 16. So there there is no prenup. She had actually more than me when we got married. So let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Britney Spears. Now, what happened with Britney Yee? 
Well, she is engaged right now, and Octavia Spencer had posted, make him sign a prenup. And then her fiancé, Sam Asgari, responded, thank you, everyone who was concerned about the prenup. Of course, we're getting ironclad prenup to protect my Jeep and shoe collection in case she dumps me one day. So we're asking 800-585-1051. If you're married, do you have a prenup? Or if you're about to get married, do you want a prenup? All right, now, Yee, would you want a prenup when you got married? Yeah. Hands down? Yeah. What happened if the, the person you get married to says, no, he doesn't want a prenup? Um, then I guess he doesn't want to get married. So that's a deal breaker for you. I mean, I think right now, like I own, you know, five properties. I have a lot of things going on. So you do want to protect yourself at the same time. And then I'm sure whatever he has, you know, he'll want to. I'm fine with that. Like, keep your stuff. I'll keep my stuff. You know, and, and a prenup, you can put whatever you want in it. So however you guys decide to structure your deal, you do. But it is still an ar- a business when you get married. That's why you have to sign an actual contract. Yeah, I, I've been married for 20 years. Uh, my wife was 15. I was 16 when we first met and started going out. Um, there is no prenup. My wife actually had more than me when we got married. It, it was just the last thing on our mind. Um, but if something happened and I got married again, I would definitely get a prenup. But just from from that, I, I there's no way I have one. But I, I know Charlamagne. I'm sure you don't have one. Same. Me and my wife have been together 23 years. You know what I'm saying? We've been married since, what, 2014. We got three kids together. Same exact situation. When I was getting fired from radio all those times, she was holding things down. You know what I mean? It was times that we were getting evicted out of apartments and she had to go down to the courthouse and tell the judge, you know, uh, why, 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 why they shouldn't kick us out. So, yeah, what's mine is it's absolutely hers. positively hers. Goddamn right. She actually knows more about all our finances and everything more than me. Yeah. That's just the truth to the Absolutely. matter. Like when my when my when my financial people salute the humble and Laura, they talking to her. They you know, that's yeah, she's definitely the CEO. Yeah. I work for her. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Lewis from Queens. How y'all doing this morning? Lewis from Queens, what's up, brother? Yeah, man, listen, prenups, I'm all for it, but my lady says it costs it causes trust issues. So I don't know. We're still on the rocks with that one, man. Really? Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with this marriage, but you know, y'all are engaged right now. Yeah, we ain't, yeah we engaged right now. Yeah. How long were y'all together prior to being engaged? Uh, we were together since 2012 of November. Oh, nine oh, that's years. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time. So, Emmy, you having another baby? Yeah, baby due November. Golly, God bless you, brother. You got a whole village. Yeah, I mean, I I, I love I, I ain't a lo- I ain't a front. I love my kids, man. I love them those smiles, I love that that feeling when you walk in, the, in at home and them kids running up to you. Ain't not, ain't, a, ain't a better feeling. It's not a better feeling yeah, in the world. True. I got a son. Yeah, that's true. I, yo, God bless y'all, man. Thank y'all for everything y'all do, man. All I mean, right, I'm done after this one though, for sure, for sure. But you said that last time. I know, but I'm I'm gonna have to snip. I'm gonna yeah, do something. Yeah, I remember he did say that last right? time. Right? He actually said that the third time. I did. <laughs> probably did, yeah. but I'm gonna snip this time. Hey, I'll, as soon as I get a crib, I'm going to shoot up the club, too. All right, there you go, brother. You want me to do the snip for you? What? I'll measure twice. I only got to cut once. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What? You're not doing no snip for me. <laughs> what? You're not even a, a doctor like I that. I am Dr. Leonard <laughs> McKelvey. No. Okay, I have an honorary degree doctorate. from South Carolina State. No way. Okay. Hello, who's this? No go viral. Hey, what's up? Yes, yeah. What? Yes, yeah. Oh, Sha, what's Shia, happening, Sha? Ain't nothing much is going on with you guys. You sound like a kid yourself. What you mean we doing? We doing radio, uh, Shaw. I get that a lot. I'll be 20, I'll be 29 in December. Now, Shaw says you've been married six years? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Have a her name is Brianna. Okay. You and Brianna don't have a prenup? Nah. Okay. Why not? Because we started from nothing. We got together when we were 16. Okay. And, like, we, we, we started with nothing. We didn't have nothing. And now we got four kids. Um... 
and I feel like if I come up, I'm going I'm going to want to split that with her. Even if even if we do decide to get a divorce, like she held me down when I didn't have anything. So it's like I would rather I would give back and a prenup is basically you basically signing yourself up for uh, my marriage not to work if you decide to get a prenup because that's already stating that my marriage is not gonna work. So I'm I want to make sure I'm leaving with what I came with. Shaw, you you, I get you it. have four kids? Yes. Right. I mean, I guess nobody gets married. You want to know how they got of, kids? Of one, I do. He wants to know how y'all got did. kids. Y'all adopted, right? He wanted, to, he wanted to know how we got kids. That's too. Um, so we <laughs> used a family friend for me, my wife. We had to go through uh, a fertility clinic with her because she's borderline PCOS. So we. What is that? Um, What's PCOS? PCOS. So, so PCOS is when you're uh, borderline infertile. Oh, oh, oh got oh, you, got okay. you, got you. So y'all both got pregnant. Yeah. So I had two. She had two. Oh, that's At the same dope. time. Oh yeah, that's, that's dope. dope. That's dope. Oh, so y'all had twins? Y'all carried twins at the same time? No, no, we didn't. So she had our first girl first, and then um, I had our second daughter, and then I had our first son, and then she had our second son. Wow. That's dope. That's, that's hard. Dope. Pregnant at the y'all same need time. a reality like, yeah, show. That's dope. At least a docu series, <laughs> something. Everybody say that. Everybody say that, man. Wow. So, so y'all had to help each other during the pregnancy because usually, you know, you gotta you gotta help your wife and go into the store. So y'all both had to do everything together. Oh yeah, and then and then when we had our two sons, it was like we were pregnant at the same time for a little bit, and her home was through the roof. Now hold wow. on, did y'all have postpartum together? Um, no. no thank we didn't God. Have <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Shaw. No problem. You have a good day. All That's right. an amazing story. I would say that I don't think anybody ever gets married with the intention of getting divorced, but life does unfortunately sometimes happen. So I don't think it's necessarily setting yourself up for failure, per se. But, you know, unfortunately, sometimes things do happen. So you, nobody's like, I'm going to get married and then I'm going to do a prenup and get divorced. But, I mean, you can feel like it starts with negativity, you know, right before the marriage. You you set yourself up. But if it does happen, you know. Like nobody sets I up a business thinking it's not going to work. I you know, you just have situation. to be prepared for the worst case scenario always. 800-585-1051. We're talking prenups this morning. Are you getting one? Do you have one? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Britney Spears. Uh, and what's going on with Britney Yee? Well, she's engaged. And Octavia Spencer wrote, make him sign a prenup. And he responded on his Instagram story. Sam Asgari said, thank you, everyone who's concerned about the prenup. Of course, we're getting ironclad prenup to protect my Jeep and shoe collection in case she dumps me one day. All right. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you have a prenup or are you getting one? Hello, who's this? Charles. I called in on Friday. Hey, Charles. What's going on, bro? What's going on with you? We're asking, do you have a prenup, brother? No, we do not. Why do you say that so sternly? We're not judging you. We don't have a measure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say it, man, because it's, it's actually amazing to me. My wife is a doctor, and she pulled up on me and proposed to me, and you would think, like, hey, let's get a prenup so if something ever happens, I'm not entitled to half of what she brings to the table. Okay, but she's... I respect it. What do you do? Uh, actually, I just got medically retired because I'm uh, all busted up. From a work injury. Okay. So let me ask you a question. 10 years of work experience and everything, you know. So let me ask you a question. I'm sure, you know, not only is she a doctor, she's like the CEO of the household, I'm sure, right? Of course. 
And that's what that's what that's what it is, man. It's just like yo, the <laughs> women deserve it all, man. Especially if they've been down with you when you didn't have nothing, you know? Right. Hello, who's this? Hey, hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Kier. Hey, Kier, we're asking, would you get a prenup? Oh, uh, no, sir, no, sir. Why not? I just feel like this should be a teamwork type of thing. I mean, we, we, we got together, we got married. You know, if everything if if everything fails, then then, <laughs> then you don't get nothing, I don't get nothing. It should just be just like that. I don't need to sign no prenup. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Hope thank it works you. out. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Marquise from Houston, man. What's up? Marquise, what's, what's up? up Marquise? We're talking prenups this morning. You, go, you, get, you have a prenup or you getting one? No, nah, I'm not getting one for two reasons, man. Why? The first one is because I feel like if you got a prenup, you're already waiting on the side chick to come take the main road. What? Explain, sir. Explain. You're planning for it to fail already. I don't agree with like, that. I mean, because something, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's business. There are no permanent friends and enemies when it comes to business. Marriage shouldn't be like that, but, I mean, it is. Have you ever done something that yeah, you thought was going to work and it didn't in life? Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. But I was just a girlfriend. But when it comes to a marriage, I feel like a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. I agree. See? You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to be like envy. You know, he's still married. He got the kids. They're still doing wonderful. So, you know, that's how I got to be. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of communication, a lot of work, but you just got to be able to put the work in and make sure, you know. But like yeah. I said, I've been with my wife since she was 15, 16. We've been married 20, been together over 26 years. But, you know, it's it's there, there's no prenup. We weren't even thinking about prenup at that age. I didn't even know what a prenup was That's at 15. Saying. You got you to gotta wake up every single day and fight for that marriage just like you wanted it the first time. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. And you know, like you know, if you've been with your woman for a long time, like me, like me and Evie both been with our women for long periods of time. Been with my woman twenty three years. Like she right. was down with me. She literally drove me to the radio station in nineteen ninety eight to fill out internship papers. She she drove that's, me to Z ninety three in Charleston that's to fill out internship papers. Why would you ever sign a prenup with that? Like absolutely, what? absolutely. And we got three daughters. Right, Y'all have a good day, man. Thank you. Well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is I hope I don't ever get divorced. Not because of the money aspect, Back. it's because I don't ever want to get divorced. I love my wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Goddamn right. But if something did happen and I had to get married again, I would get. I would definitely get a prenup next. But not my wife. We've been together too long. Like, what's her? What, it's hard. Anyway. First of all, God forbid that ever happens. But I know for a fact I'm never getting married. Yeah. If I, mean, I would you know. never get married again. You ever see this movie on Netflix called Marriage Story? Yeah, I didn't get married mm -mm. again either. Oh, okay. No. Mm -mm. Would you be a whore? I use my hand. <laughs> we got rumors on the way. No, this is a serious question. If you, if you did, if you did, God forbid, get a divorce, would you try to no. hop back out in these streets? Nah, nah. I have to try Essence Fest one time. Well, I'm 43 now. I have to try. I have to go, plus, I have, to go have a good time, time at Essence Fest one weekend. I have to. <laughs> we got rumors on the way. <laughs> Well, since we're talking about marriage and all that, Gabrielle Union has a new book that is coming out. Actually, it's out today. You Got Anything Stronger, and it's a follow-up to her last memoir, We're Going to Need More Wine. And she talks about uh, having kids and uh, the issues that she had in her surrogacy journey. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, Good morning, hey, everybody. Hey, it's DJ hey, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. This Friday's the day or the night. Yeah, this Friday, uh, 10 p.m., Comedy Central. My talk show, The God's Honest Truth, premieres. Okay? So please, join us. I can't really tell you much about the show, man. I just can't wait till everybody... Um, oh, what time does know, it come on? 
I just said 10 p.m. Okay. Okay. So I can't wait till on. everybody, uh, you know, sees the show and then we can have a conversation, you know, about about the content of the show after the fact. But yeah, 10 p.m. The God's Honest Truth, hosted by me, uh, Leonard Charlemagne, the God McKelvey, premieres this Friday at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. So join us. So now the work going on to your uh, show. I, I know you uh, you practice a lot. What, what do you mean? You have to go over the show, so is it pre-planned? Oh, is yeah, it I mean, I'll, 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 is it off the cuff? Because things change so much. So oh, no, something yeah. you think about talking about today, you might have to change on Thursday oh, or. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, but for me, it's just like you know, uh, pra practice and preparation is just things that you should do anytime you're embarking on uh, something new. Plus, for me, like we have, uh, you know, my headquarters is the the old Daily Show space. So the mm -hmm. Daily Show was in that building, you know, for 25 years, but now it's the headquarters of the God's Honest Truth. We call the building uh, the Happy Accident. And so, you know, I, I I like to get accustomed to the building. You know what I mean? I still haven't pooped in the building yet. That's no? when you know you, you're at home. When are you going to do that? I don't know. I haven't had to, it hasn't moved me yet. So when it does, that's when I know I'm really marking my territory. Any help? No, I don't need any damn help in me, okay? But I just have not pooped in there yet. I know when I poop there, that's when I'm, I'm home. I might not poop there till after the, you know, show this week. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? But All this right. Friday, 10 p.m., Comedy Central, The God's Honest Truth, uh, my, my, my talk show, Premiss. On All Comedy right. Central, so join us. We'll be watching. Mm -hmm. Now we got rumors on the way, yeah? Yes, and we'll be talking about Gabrielle Union and her new book that is out today. You got anything stronger? All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's Justin. All the gossip. gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Bill Maher is upset about the NFL's decision to play... Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is the Black National Anthem. Uh, he doesn't like that Alicia Keys actually performed that song ahead of the Star Spangled Banner at the opening game between the mm. Dallas Cowboys and the Buccaneers last Thursday. Who cares what Bill Maher don't like? Now, here is his thinking. I think when you go down a road where you're having two different national anthems, colleges sometimes now have, many of them, have different graduation ceremonies for black and white, separate dorms. This is what I mean, segregation. You've inverted the idea. We're going back to that under a different name. Uh, I remember Bill. I remember when Bill Maher used to be way smarter. And I wonder does Bill Maher understand that the reason the Black National Anthem was created in the first place was because of segregation. It was written in like the 1900s, and it was a a hopeful appeal for the liberty of black Americans. It was a rallying cry during the civil rights movement. And guess what? In 2021, we are still appealing for certain civil liberties. So we we should have never stopped singing the song in the first place. Because of what it represents. He also said, now maybe we should get rid of our national anthem, but I think we should have one national anthem. Well, America has never given us a, a, a real reason, you know, to sing their national anthem. Until until what the national anthem is about applies to all Americans, the national anthem is null and void. And Bill needs to relax before he gets introduced to the other black national anthem. Nuck if you buck. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now, Gabrielle Union has a new book out today. You got anything stronger? It's a follow up to her 2017 bestselling memoir. We're going to need more time. And she released an excerpt yesterday and she talks about her journey with surrogacy. She said, I have been through an adenomyosis diagnosis and more miscarriages than I could confidently count. Mm. I wanted the experience of being pregnant to watch my body expand and shift to accommodate this miracle inside me. I also wanted the experience of being publicly pregnant. I would shake off the distrust society has for women who, for whatever reason, by choice or by nature, do not have babies. I had paid the cost of that for years and I wanted something for it. And she said, the experience of Dwayne having a baby so easily while I was unable to left my soul not just broken into pieces, but shattered into fine dust scattering in the wind. 
So she said at the top of the surrogate food chain were married white American women who have their own kids. The belief is that if they are married, they have a built-in support system. And if they have more than one child, there's proof they can do the job. On the message boards, people can be anonymous. So they rank surrogates by race. I got the sense a lot of white families to be more... to be uh, more comfortable with brown people as surrogates, Latina and South Asian who were often classified as breeders. Now, I am black, and I'm used to hearing how people speak of women of color, but this was some Handmaid's Tale-ish. Mm. So she talks about uh, the early stages of that process and answering different questions about prerequisites and so on and so forth. And then she said when she met the prospective surrogate, Natalie, she said the door opened like a blind date. You look everywhere at once knowing you are being looked at, too. The first thing I noticed was a nose ring. Oh, I thought she's a cool-ass white girl. So then she talked about how the first ultrasound went and after Natalie became pregnant and so on and so forth. And she said she was emotional after remembering how many miscarriages she had endured before that moment. And she said, I say the following with the caveat that I am steadfast in being pro-choice. I was on a fertility journey at 44. The smallest cell was weighted with the expectation of life. And she goes on to talk about, um, you know, miscarrying in the first trimester and so on. And, you know, sounds like a good read, though. Absolutely. And that book is out today. I actually just recently did a Facebook audio room and it was about motherhood and people's different experiences with being pregnant, trying to be pregnant, adopting and so I know a lot of women have different stories that they go through. So. I never thought about that. When you pick a surrogate, do you pick a surrogate that, that you feel looks like you? Does it even matter? Like, I just I never thought about it until you just mentioned that. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Nick Cannon, a lot of people were confused about his outfit at the VMAs. And so now he has addressed uh, some social media gossip. And apparently um, he is going as his alter ego. He said, why would I go to the VMAs like this? I heard this some corny new rapper named Murder Count Harlem. I see no resemblance respectfully. And so apparently this is his new alter ego. So he Nick said, has an alter ego? He said, usually I don't address this social media gossip, but after my name was trending worldwide again for something I didn't do, I have to say, y'all tripping on this. I have a brand new talk show coming out September 27th. Why would I go to the VMAs like this? So his alter ego is a whack rapper? He's saying that's not him. I that didn't think that VMAs. was him either. People were like, uh, you know, Nick Cannon, but he's saying, why would he go out like that? He I did not think that was Nick Cannon. Coming. I thought that that was somebody who just looked like Nick Cannon. Mm. I really did not think it was Nick Cannon. I didn't even think about it. So I was trying to see who is Murder Count Harlem. Who so is I that? was uh, Googling who is this rapper. Who is Clearly it? he's from Harlem. Well, maybe not. Memphis Bleak's not from Memphis. That huh. is true. All right. And, you know, the, uh, there was a report that Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z are potential suitors to buy the Broncos. And according to the reports, the expected purchase price will be $4 billion for anybody wow. who decides to do that. And I also am saying, seeing that franchise values are going to skyrocket because of legalized gambling. And so it could be a great investment. But now there's reports saying that Jay-Z is not in the running to buy the Broncos. How does that, that work? You're a huge Cowboy fan, but you buy the Broncos. So what, so an what, investment? It's yeah. business. Yeah. But you got to root for your Broncos because you want them to win. Uh, it's just business. This is business. It's business never personal. You can still love your Cowboys personally, but you you know but you, want your you own the Broncos. It's business. Yeah, if it's a great investment and your Cowboys aren't for sale, <laughs> well then you know it might make sense. But they're saying this team is expected to be up up for sale uh, next year. And uh, despite these reports, they said Jay Z is not looking to purchase the team. If that opportunity arises next year, they said 
it's not true, according to a, a source close to the situation. But I've been seeing both, so I don't know what's true and what's not. I'm glad you're acknowledging that Jay-Z is indeed a Cowboys fan, too. Dropping the clues bombs for Cowboy Nation, damn it. But what does that mean? You lo okay. y'all lost week one. Shh, 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 So did you. And your team still You're a Giant fan. Shh, shh, And your team's still trash. And you're a Jets fan, and didn't they both lose? I'm a Giants fan. I don't know what happened with the Jets over the weekend. Yeah, but let the Jets go uh, seven and lose? one, and the Giants be uh, you know zero and zero and seven. I'm still a Giants fan. And you'll be right there. No, but I'm, I'm a New Yorker at the end of the day. Stop. He already told us. That he so is Jay Z. Mm -hmm. But you know who Jay Z roots for? The mighty, mighty Dallas Cowboys. We all have faults. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now who are you giving your donkey to, man? Oh, man, a 52-year-old Maryland man named Thomas Steeman. And just know Steeman rhymes with semen for a reason. We'll talk about it for after the hour. Don't you look at me with one eye open. All right. <laughs> You're not CBS, sir. <laughs> okay. Donkey of the Day is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Mm -hmm. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If you feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny shit to say out his mouth. Just gotta say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the day right there. <laughs> the, the breakfast club, bitches. You can call me the donkey of the day, but like, I mean no harm. I know you don't mean no harm, Andy Cohen. Uh, donkey of the day for Tuesday, September 14th goes to a 52-year-old Maryland man named Thomas Steeman. Let the record show that his last name, Steeman, rhymes with semen for a reason. We'll get to it. Uh, see, Mr. Steeman rhymes with semen, was charged with first and second degree assault. Why? Because there's a war going on outside no woman will ever be safe from. And that war is simply against perverts. Some people are just sexually sick. And Thomas Steeman rhymes with semen is one of those people. See, Thomas Steeman rhymes with semen was sentenced to 10 years in prison. And I don't think that was enough time because whenever I hear these stories, I think, you know, what if that's my wife, my daughters, one of my sister friends, one of my nieces, what would I do to this man? What would I want done to this man? Do I send him healing energy? Of course. But I also want violence. What? Charlemagne, Uncle Charla, Brother Lenard, you want violence? Yes, why? What did Thomas Steeman rhymes with semen do? Let's go to WBAL, NBC 11 for the report, please. Birchton man who stabbed a woman with a semen-filled syringe. Stop right the there, stop, stop, stop. See if you caught that first line. Just want that one to sink in. All right, play it again, Eddie. Churchton man who stabbed a woman with a semen-filled syringe will spend the next 10 years in prison. An Anne Arundel County judge sentenced Thomas Steeman on Tuesday. Back in February of 2020, surveillance video captured him stabbing the woman as she returned to a shopping cart at a grocery store. According to police, he tried to stab two other women before this incident. As part of his sentence, Demon is no longer allowed to be near that grocery store. Stabbed a woman with a semen-filled syringe? I don't give a damn if you can't go near a Safeway anymore. Okay, I don't give a damn if you can't go to that supermarket anymore. A person doing stuff like this shouldn't be allowed anywhere, ever. Okay, throw him under the jail. This dude, Thomas Steeman, rhymes with semen, was going around with syringes full of piping hot semen and stabbing random, random women with it? Clearly, this human suffers from some type of mental illness. Not mental health issues, actual mental illness. And yes, I want this brother to get all the help he needs and deserves in that department, but he has to get that help. 
in prison away from society. And he deserves to get his ass kicked because we don't have time to assess people in situations like this. Okay, if you see someone coming at a woman you love with a syringe, you're reacting. If the woman he's attempting to do that to has a gun, she has every right to clap him. A syringe? A whole syringe? Do you know what a dirty needle can do to you? Mm -hmm. That's a matter of life and death. You coming at me with a syringe? I have no reason to think that you are doing anything other than trying to kill me when you come at me with a syringe, period. I don't know what's in that thing. But when I find out that you had semen in the syringe later, you know what kind of trauma you caused that woman? Right away, you think you got HIV AIDS and you'll be doing all types of tests for months and months, maybe years, just praying you don't. And then I want to know what happens when semen actually does get into your bloodstream because I've never heard of such such a thing. Okay, according to USA Today, this dude stabbed a woman and the woman told police she asked him if she had been burned with a cigarette and Thomas Steeman rhymes with semen replied, yeah, it felt like a bee sting, didn't it? Man, brothers like this gotta get... <sighs> they gotta get hurt before you send them healing energy. Okay, he's seen on video lunging at two other women, including a 17-year-old girl. We have to keep him away from more than save a lots in Maryland when he comes home in a decade because I truly don't know if you can rehabilitate from this kind of sickness but hey who am i to judge please let remy ma give thomas steaman rhymes with semen the biggest hee-haw 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 you stupid mother are you dumb a syringe filled with semen mm -mm -mm. that's very criminal but it's also like not even normal at all in no way shape or form that's disgusting come on man a syringe all right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. All right. Now, uh, he was telling me about this story, about the subway story. It's been something that was trending the last couple of days. Uh, lady that works at Subway, what happened with that story, Ye? Oh, I think, didn't she get in trouble at work or something like that? Yes. Because, tell me what happened. So, uh, How you going to ask Ye? I know. Gonna ask like... you. Neither one of y'all know what the hell y'all talking about? <laughs> She got suspended. Yeah, lady got suspended. 800-585-1051. Lady was working at Subway, and somebody came in to rob Subway with a gun. Instead of just letting him rob the Subway and take the stuff and go, she fought him back and actually took the pistol from him. Well, because of that, she was suspended. <laughs> Why did she get suspended? For fighting back. You know, when you work in those businesses, you're not supposed to fight back. I mean, clearly she was fighting for her life and not them damn $5 footlongs. She was fighting for her own life, I right. would assume, in a situation like that. But I say in most of these situations, you're supposed to let him, you know, take the stuff, take the footlongs. Take whatever you want. Here, take, take these cookies. Want. Yeah, take whatever let you me, want. Leave me two cookies because they are good at Subway. But take these damn cookies, take these $5 footlongs, take the $70 that's in the cash register, please. You can have it all. Yeah, she was Take suspended. all the chips off the self. Yeah, I was uh one, one time uh, a couple of years ago. I was at Gucci and uh, I seen a couple of ladies steal bags and run right out, and security did nothing. And I was like, "You told on her." I didn't tell on her. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I I was just shopping the other day. I was with my mom um, in the mall, and they <laughs> went. <laughs> I didn't. I swear, I didn't tell on. They ran out, and he seen them, and he was Man, like, "You are they, a liar!" And you've like, always they're been told. A liar. I did not tell on them, but they tell He's the security guards that you can't. That you cannot. Yeah, do nothing. then you can't even the employees, not even just the security. I was just in the mall with my mom, and the woman was telling us at the store how some people came in there. She watched them just take stuff and put it in their bag, and they're not allowed to do anything. Yeah, they can't try to stop you. Nope. And she said they can't even like try to be like, "Can I see what's in your bag?" No. Because then it turns into a 
discrimination thing. Exactly. Or, you you got to call 911, and if they if you feel a way, you got to take a license, a picture of their license plate. But you can't. You stop really them. a cop sucker. You know all of these rules. What? Listen, I asked him. I, I was will, surprised. I will say though, the woman in subway clearly probably was not fighting over them damn five dollar footlongs. She was fighting to save her life. It's a gun in your face. That's probably just her reaction to try to protect herself. So we're asking: Should she have been suspended? Should she have just let the guy rob the store and keep it moving? Or, you know, like Charlemagne, would have fought over that foot long. 800-585-1051. I would have fought because it was in my face. Okay? That's why I would have fought. All right. All right. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. 800-585-1051. Uh, should she have been suspended? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about this young lady that worked at a Subway restaurant. Somebody came in to rob the restaurant. He was uh, had a gun, and she fought him back and wound up taking the gun from him. Her name is Araceli Sotelo, and yeah, she... It was all caught on video, too, by the way. The surveillance cameras in the store were running, and the footage did end up getting leaked. And now she's suspended because of that video footage being leaked also. So we're asking 800-585-1051, should she have been suspended? And what would you do in that situation? Um, Yeah, what would you do in that situation? Somebody has a gun, and they rob a subway? Give them what they ask for? Charlamagne? Uh, I mean, listen, I think that she... Yeah, I would have definitely just given them what what they asked for, but I think in... You know, in that moment, I think her fight or flight instincts kicked in. You know what I'm saying? And so she she chose to fight because there was a gun in her face. She didn't know if she was going going to die or not. You know, so I, I'm not I'm not mad at her for what she did because I just, I know that's just natural human instincts for some people. I get it, I, but you know what? Sometimes <clears throat> I just don't understand when when people put their life in danger for a store that you don't own, for a store that has insurance, for a store, if something happens to you, they're just going to hire another employee. I don't think regardless. she was putting herself in danger for that store, though. I really think it was the fact that she was in there, somebody pulled a gun on gun on her, and she just reacted. Like, her, literally, her fight or flight kicked in. She would either run or fight. I work at Subway, and you come in there with a gun. Take whatever you got. Hey, 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 take, take, take some extra meat over there, too. I, I'm Whatever you need, you got. But think about it. Nowadays, Envy, you don't know why somebody pulling a gun on you. That's true. You know what I mean? Like it's, she, she don't. She might. She might have had some beef. We don't know, but I. We don't know about. But I know one thing. F suspending me. Just fire me, cause I'm not coming back to work in no damn subway after I got a gun pulled on me here, defending my life, defending my life, and you suspend me. F you and these funky ass five dollar footlongs. You should be treating me like a damn hero. In fact, name a sandwich after me. She's a hero, so make a sub sandwich after her. <laughs> For real. I'm with you. Hello, who's this? Is. Hey, what's up, bro? Now, now you think she should have got suspended. You understand why she got suspended? Yeah, because jobs have policies in place where they want you to let the robber do what they want to do so you're not a liability. You don't get hurt because then now the job has to take care of you. So if you have a way to stay out of it and just let the robber take the money or take whatever merchandise they want, the job wants you to stay safe and stay protected. Okay. okay. I feel you, man. But somebody walk in on you and pull a gun on you, you don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, that's the truth. Your instinct might just be to grab the gun. What if they just pass a note to you? Take everything you want. <laughs> I'd rather you pass no a note gun. than pull a gun on me. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hi, I'm going to give you guys my nickname, Mrs. Panda. Hey, Mrs. Panda, good morning. Panda, panda, panda. Hi. Hey, hey. <laughs> so I, was, I saw the story, and I recently had a gun put in my face. 
Really? And yes, I was driving down the street. Somebody got upset, swayed the gun in my face because they Whoa. thought I cut them off. Oh my God, bro. They said that's scary. It is scary. So, what I did when I seen the gun, I was in shock at first, but then I was like, you know what? You're not supposed to do that. So, I started following them. Oh, you're what? crazy. While I was on the phone with the police. Yeah, you insane. <laughs> now, where were you? What, what city what, what city was this? This is Toledo, of course, Ohio. Mm, so, was... what ended up happening? <clears throat> So what ended up happening was I was following him for a minute. He stopped in front of me and I was like, no, I'm not getting any closer while I was on the phone with the police. So she told me to go to like the high school, shout out Bulldogs, but she told me to go to the local high school and wait for the police to come and they never came. So I have no idea what happened. That's why I gave you guys my nickname, but I did follow a report, but for her to defend herself, when there's a gun in your face, I mean, of course at first they're shocked, but then your next instinct kicks in like, Save yourself. Well, first of all, don't you put yourself in the same situation as this young lady. Yeah, okay, this young lady had a gun pulled on her, you know, in her face. You could have just got the description right. of the card and license and minded your business. I sure should have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, panda. I, uh, I, I pulled the reverse Karen. Oops. Uh -oh. You definitely pulled the reverse Karen. <laughs> yeah, and guess what? Dodge. Go Karen would have got shot too. <laughs> Oh, we all stay strapped. But it's okay. It's Toledo. It's like that out here. Oh, my gosh. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Have a good morning. You too. Peace. 800-585-1051. We're talking about the Subway story. A young lady works at Subway, the restaurant, uh, the fast food spot. Somebody came in to rob it. She fought him off and took the gun from him. She got suspended. All right. We'll talk about it more. What would you, what would you have done? Should she have been suspended? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it now. I know it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a lady who worked at Subway. Uh, the store was about to get robbed at gunpoint. She fought the robber off and um, she got suspended for it. Well, we're asking... What would you have done, and do you think she should have got suspended? Hello, who's this? Um, this is Portia. Hey, good morning, Mama. Um, good morning. Um, I was calling to tell y'all, the girl actually posted on her TikTok that the reason why she got suspended was because they asked her to take the video down, and she wouldn't take the video down. So I wouldn't take the video down either. Yeah, they said she was going to be suspended until she removed the video. Okay. I wonder why they didn't want her to have the video up. That's yeah, interesting. I, mean, that's, I thought that was good. Like I said, it shows heroism to me. Yeah, I don't know, but I think it. I think it shows heroism. But apparently, they they want her to take it down. The moral of the story is: this young woman at Subway deserves her own sandwich. Okay, there's a hero sandwich, and she should have one named after her. Absolutely. All right, now, uh, we got uh, rumors coming up. R. Kelly. Let's talk about some things that the accusers are saying in court about him now. And this also has to do with Aaliyah and basketball, too. Nah, he ain't my friend, but he flew me out one time, all right? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> rumors to talk R. Kelly. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen so a woman who says she was sexually assaulted by R. Kelly when she was a teenager said that she also personally witnessed him sexually assault uh, R&B star Aaliyah, who was underage at the time, back in his tour bus in 1992 or 93. 
Now, they said she would have been 13 or 14 years old at the time that this happened. She said, I slightly opened a door and saw Robert and Aaliyah in a sexual situation. She identified herself on the stand as Angela and said she worked as a backup singer. She also told jurors it appeared that he was giving her oral sex and that Aaliyah was sitting with her legs open and R. Kelly was on his knees in between her legs. So this is yet another one of the allegations. Now, another person... uh, one of R. Kelly's assistants, Suzette Mayweather, sat with his girlfriends at the games, according to uh, another account. And this account says that R. Kelly was obsessed with basketball, and that was his second obsession, second only to controlling women. She said they would cheer for him, and they would only cheer for Rob. When a stray ball came toward the girls and young women, they would go quiet if another player approached. They would cross their legs and look at the ceiling or the wall, according to another R. Kelly employee named Derek Stevens. They said his passion for dunks was second only to his obsession with women. They said if we looked at other men, we would get chastised, who is, uh, and that is according to Jane, one of R. Kelly's accusers, who said she attended his nightly basketball games while dating him from 2015 to 2019. I wonder what all the artists that, that did music with R. Kelly, if they ever seen any of this. You know, because there's a lot of people that, that did music with him, and I wonder if, if any of them ever seen any, any of the things that uh, all these people are saying. Now, R. Kelly's tour manager in the 80s and 90s, Demetrius Smith, told the Daily News when R. R. Kelly plays ball, he has to have the ball. Everybody got to pass him the ball. And so that was uh, what he said. He said he plays like Michael Jordan. And every stop that they had, they actually had to have a gym for him and reserve a court when they were on the road. At what point did the judge say, I think we heard enough? Because this seems like it's the longest trial ever. Yeah, there's a lot of different people who are testifying, and his longtime assistant also testified yesterday that he was so paranoid that he once asked her to change into a robe to demonstrate that she was not wearing a wire. Mm. She said that he would make her cry at times, and she also testified that he kept strict policies for his entourage, and one time even made her write a letter falsely confessing to stealing from him, I guess in case he felt like he needed that at Mm. some point as blackmail. And and I also wonder, when R. Kelly flew me out, I wonder what his intentions were me. Well, what did he tell you he was flying out They flew me out, and they put me in a hotel. But why? Like, did he tell you why you were flying out? I mean, we were supposed to do a mixtape back in the day. Okay, so that was his intention. But he never answered the phone. He just left me in a hotel. No, keep in mind. he dodged a bullet. Keep in mind that, you know, he is on trial in New York. You know, they might call you in now. (laughs) They might subpoena you, Envy, to tell your story. He he didn't fly me out there. I'm not going to nobody's court. All right, now let's talk about Brittany Renner. You know, she has a child with PJ Washington, and they've since broken up. And now she is talking about who's next. Here's what she said on social media because she's looking for somebody to become her her child's stepdaddy. It's officially stepdaddy season. Don't let your baby mama or your baby daddy block your blessings. I know in theory it sounds good keeping the same person to have kids with, but that's insanity as well. So if it doesn't work out with them, it'll work out with someone else. I know a lot of you are skeptical about talking to people with children, but I can assure you the baby mamas now, today, we don't give a damn. I want you to be around for a long time, not a good time. You can hold my son, put him on your story. I trust his judgment. How much is is PJ Painter and Child's Boy? We don't know. Oh, I thought it was a big number. It was a rumor. He said it wasn't true. That number that was out there. Is she really looking for love? Uh, That is not for us to decide. Who knows Mm. what she's really looking for? Well, but I'm sending her healing energy. All right. And, you know, uh, Halloween is coming up, and there is a company that is paying fans to watch the scariest movies ever made. So 
It's a finance uh, firm called Finance Buzz. They're offering one person who is, and actually I saw the story and, and I kind of want to do it. You get to watch 13 very differently budgeted scary movies to see whether it makes a difference how much money they spend on a movie. If it's scarier, the more money that they spend. So they want to know whether or not high budget horror movies deliver stronger scares than low budget ones. They're calling this whole thing Fright Fest and to determine how finances affect this, you'll look at these 13 movies and then they actually have a Fitbit and that'll track your heart rate throughout your movie analysis and that's how they figure figure out which is the scariest and you have to watch all the movies on the list between October 9th and October 18th and then you get $1,300 if you are chosen to uh, to watch these horror movies Mm -mm. I don't pay people to scare me and I don't want to get paid to be scared I'm cool I think that sounds like amazing. But Watch, you like horror movies. Though. Yeah, I love horror movies. Yeah, my I wife loves horror there. movies. I ain't, ain't, no, I ain't into that. Me neither. And lastly, congratulations to Drake. He has broken all kinds of records. Nine out of the ten top slots right on Billboard's Hot 100 are from Certified Lover Boy. So the only song that's on there besides uh, Drake's songs is uh, The Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. So congratulations to Drake. Nine out of ten in the man, top ten. Man, screaming rules everything around me. Like it used to be a time that you used to have to get big radio play to even, you know, get on the Billboard top ten. You could never do a feat like that if it was just about radio anymore. Correct. You just couldn't. No. You know what I mean? Because radio would be programming Other one hours. record. Yeah. Because you know what I mean. Yep. And now it's really in the hands of the people at this point. That's right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Well. Happy birthday to Landon. His mom uh, hit us up on social media and said, wish him a happy birthday. He's eight today. So, Landon, happy birthday. Happy eighth birthday, Landon. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Shout the, the Breakfast we'll see Club. Tomorrow. Your mornings will never be the same. DJ Envy and the General Insurance is all about making your life easier. The General has flexible payment options, and they allow you to choose your payment date and how you pay. They accept cash, card, or check. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, tomorrow, shout to Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith's going to be joining us tomorrow. That's right. It's uh, HBCU week, right? HBCU week, absolutely. And shout to uh, the VP, Kamala Harris. She stopped through Hampton University last week. I saw that. I thought that was this week. That was last week? I saw there was some game you guys had that didn't go so well. No, I'm just talking about the y'all stopping through. I ain't talking about no games. <laughs> I'm just talking about her, her coming through the yard, which is oh, dope. Okay, okay. Uh, it's crazy that she went to Hampton before Howard, though. She's uh, been back to Howard. Stop. I know. I'm just throwing that out. There. Um, I gotta try. It. I don't know if she's been back to Howard since she's been vice president, but I'm I'm only I'm assuming she has. Right. Well, school just started about what a week ago. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And it was COVID prior to that. And listen, man, I want to tell everybody, please tune in this Friday, Friday! 10 p.m. Comedy Central. My late night talk show premieres The God's Honest Truth. Uh, You know, if you've seen billboards or you've seen like, you know, the pictures on buses or wherever wherever you've seen promotion for the show, uh, tune in Friday to to, to finally see what the show is all about. But this Friday, 10 p.m. Comedy Central, The God's Honest Truth, hosted by me, Lenard Charlemagne The God McKelvey. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Okay. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, shout out to everybody that's heading out to uh, Detroit and Miami for my Carcella Car Show. Of course, Detroit is October 30th, and uh, Miami is 12-12, December 12th. So if you want to come on out, hang on out with me, celebrity cars, exotic cars, amusement rides. We're doing 
uh, candy for the kids. So you ain't got to take the kids trick or treat. You just come on down. We'll have kid. We we'll have candy for the kids. It's all safe. And it's a family time, so we want to see you guys there. Get your tickets early. We don't have as much room as we did in Atlanta or Atlantic City, so get your tickets, all right? And also, happy birthday to Nas. Today is Nas's birthday, Wow. Queens legend. Jones. Queens get the money. Nas is aging the way every uh, black person should want to age. Like, he's just he's getting better with time. He's really aging like Kanye. Absolutely. It makes you really feel like you are what you drink. Because since he came in the game, it seemed like Kanye was his thing. Yeah. All right. Well, happy birthday to the brother Nas. And one more thing. Don't forget, tonight is Versus. Make sure you check it out. Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. Uh, who you got? I mean, it's going to be a good one. Shout out to my brother Joey Crack. I know Joey Crack going to bring some some nonsense, and I know he's going to bring what he do what he got to do. So who you got, Yee? Uh, you said Fat Joe. I'm going to say I think... I think Jairu has more hits than Fat Joe. Okay. I'm a Queens I think it's dude. Good, but you never know what could happen, so I can't say. I'm a Queens dude. Shout out to Ja. I love Ja, but Fat Joe is my brother. Like, he is my brother. All right, we I'm, going head to head. I'm out with my brother. Let's see what happens in the morning. All right. It's all love, though. All right, Charlamagne, we got the positive note? Yeah, I, I just want to tell people real quick, too, man. Make sure you go to mentalwealthexpo.com uh, to register to come to the Mental Wealth Expo, which is on 1010 World Mental Health Day here in New York City at the Marriott Times Square Marquee from 11 to 4 p.m. It's a day of mental health education and mental health and healing education on 1010, brought to you by uh, myself and my foundation, the Mental Wealth Alliance, as well as iHeartRadio. So we'll see you on 1010. And the positive note is simply this. Uh, during your transformation, Breakfast you might club. feel like everything <laughs> is falling apart, but in reality, everything is coming together for your highest good. You're being pushed to evolve and get out of your comfort zone so you can live and experience your true greatness. Welcome the change. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 